live from the past where every one of us has been a king, a queen, or some fantastic hero that existed or may have never existed in history. Who knows? It's past lives. But really, we were just presents in the Cathedral of the Maypole. The Maypole? You have no idea what a Maypole is? Oh, wait. Please no, stop. I okay, I was thinking about something I may else. pole you. From beautiful downtown Auburn, California, where Joe doesn't get the joke. It's microphone therapy. Not wait, at all. Joe doesn't get the joke. You don't know what a Maypole is? You're going to tell me, I, th- I assume. The Maypole. The, 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 they put the ribbons around and they dance around and they do the dance. It's spring. No, no, no. Midsummer? No, it's the bubonic plague. Oh. The Maypole is all about the bubonic plague. Oh. I didn't get the joke either. Why? Ashes, ashes, we all fall down. Oh, yeah. Ring around the rosy, pocket full of posy. Ring around the rosy. They did the posies to like keep away the smell of the dead, right? Ashes. It always has a dark beginning, doesn't it? All the tales have something dark. I'm surprised you didn't know that one. I... You know what? I remember the the that there was something with the ro- ring around the roses well, thing that the was main dark. Well, the pole is when when they put the pole up and then they, everybody just, all the virgins take the, a ribbon and I just couldn't remember it what it was. It's it, a little bit of both, but mostly the maypole is about that. So yeah. what I understand, first I, I could be you, wrong. I thought you said nape hole. Well, as usual, you're wrong. There we go. At first, nape hole. Shit. Apparently, what the Captain Tinnitus. I'm pretty sure that was part of like the original pagan celebration of um, what is it? Embolic. Embolic, whatever you want to say it. Embolism. Embolism. <laughs> embolic. Yeah. I M B O L. She means the demon embolic. Oh. Let's get it on. So, which is now a makeup line. Hey, what about this? You have a wine review. <laughs> we do have a wine. <laughs> hey, what about this? We got a wine get review. Get on with it. All right. So tonight we've got a lovely wine uh, that Clay picked up for us. So huh? I don't really know how much it was, but you said it probably wasn't over like five bucks, right? The good shit's in the trunk of his car. <laughs> It was three hundred dollar <laughs> wine. I'm sorry, eighty you. ninety dollars. What? It was ninety nine dollars and ninety nine cents. Where's it from? Not with that fucking safety cap on it. Grocery outlet. It was so you under five bucks. Oh, I, I do actually have a story. Hold on a second. We were shopping at one of the uh, the grocery stores in Sonora. Yes. It's Saturday morning, and we're going through and by the milk case. Mm-hmm. There is a bottle that says Ripple on it. Oh, no, don't, don't. No, no, no. Ripple makes milk. Oh, really? Ripple makes milk. I was not aware of that. I was not either until we were walking through this store in Auburn. Okay. Or Auburn in Sonora. Okay, Sonora. That's interesting to know. And I and asked What's wrong with that? Well, Ripple was the uh, liqueur. Yeah. It's like butter. There's nothing right? wrong with it. Just I'm just wondering it's if milk. it's full of alcohol. Could be. Anyways, so we have this lovely grocery outlet wine, which we are not sponsored by. How do you know? Still not sponsored. Still not sponsored. Uh, under five dollars. Um, so I don't know exact, price, but it's still under five bucks. I mean, come on, people, get your shit together. Um, it's a Pinot Grigio. It is called Esperto. Esperto. Yeah. Esperto. E S P E R T O. Pinot Grigio. It's 2018. It is their artist collection, which means it has a lovely, weird, alternate picture, and allegedly, um, it's got notes of citrus and orange. I have a glass for you. Somewhere. That's hot. I have a glass for you somewhere, Joe. Joe. That's what Joe looks like when he's taking a bukkake shot. No, it's more like this. Just all over the face. Just anyway, so I gotta say the first the first drink of this, and we just had dinner, was like, I was like, oh, this is a little peppery for a pinot, like a little bit more spicy. But I think that was just the first glimpse because after that, I really did get the um, orange blossom from it. And it's crisp. It's nice. It's chilled. It's light. It's chill. I think it's, I think it's pretty good. And it's actually from Italy. I don't even know where I am right now, so yes. Mm-hmm. If I drunk a gallon of that out in the sun, I'd end up yakking into someone's porcelain. Does that mean teeth? Ew. They're Could be. porcelain. The, the toilet. Oh, the toilet. <laughs> yeah, the toilet teeth. It's yeah. crisp and elegant the with aromas teeth. of citrus, orange flower, and wild roses. I don't get the wild roses, but I, I do get the orange flowers. So I I get, I'm getting the wild roses. Yeah, that flavor reminds me of back in like the year 1996 when I drank it. I taste it. I drank three liters of uh, Carlos Rossi wine Ew. in about an hour and a half, and wow, that's, I ended that's up yakking big time. Just straight water, just fluid. I'm sure it was the you know the kind that the, the Carlos Rossi that had the jug handle on the side. That's the only kind. There Those is, are the baby. one and a half liters, and yeah, I drank two of them. Did you really? That's a lot. I, I had to show off when I was a teenager. Was it it mixes good with Pepsi. <laughs> Ew. Mm. Ew. That is nice. Carlos Rossi's Dago wine. Yeah, it was one of those things when I was a teen. I had to I had to show that I could drink. I'll drink anybody. So I would intentionally just pound a bunch of shit in a, a short amount of time. Junk drinker like me. That's gross. 
I'm not a I'm not a sit around and stand there. I'm not a I'm, no offense. You're not a social. No drinker. offense, but I, I am a non poser drinker. I don't like posing with a drink. Like oh look at me, I got a drink. There's my finger. So what are you gonna what do you do with the beer that you're holding? You're I just try to stand I just there. Try to get it done in a few gulps and be done with it. I don't like standing around holding it like I'm trying to be someone I'm not. That just I, I, it's it, an I, odd impression of people it, that stand around okay. holding drinks. It's weird. I, 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 it's weird. like a, I, I, don't. I didn't feel like I was being someone I wasn't here holding the drink. <laughs> if that's your personality, then good for you. But I, I just know for me, it's just not. It's like okay, when I first started listening to hip hop in the, in the eighties, and I wanted to be cool, so I, I remember one time I got a necklace and I put a fucking CD on it and I wore it for like about ten minutes at school and I took it off. Flavor, flavor. Or, uh, or when I went to the Swap Meet Louis store. Good. And I bought one of those fucking USA Africa medallion fucking necklaces. Yes. And I wore that for about a minute. And then I realized how stupid I looked. Joe, Joe's personality is starting to come out. And so, so you all suck. You yeah, fucking posers. Everybody's a poser. It's just not part of my personality. Well, I personally stand around and drink drinks because I can't chug them. I'm just not a chugger of drinks. I knew a dude. I sometimes forget is, I have it. Which is, me too, which is, which oh. is probably a good thing because, I mean, obviously that would end up bad. Up doing that. And the other piece of it is I actually like to, and I enjoy drinking, obviously. Um, but if I drink too much, too quick, especially, mm-hmm. like there's something with my stomach, it doesn't matter what it is, yeah. if it's too much liquid, like my stomach just rejects things. So it's like, oh, there's a way too much liquid in it. Have you ever seen Trailer Park Boys yes. with Julian, who always has to have a drink in his Absolutely. hand, right? This is mine. I brought it from he, home. He'd be getting robbed or robbing, a, like doing a heist, and he's always got to have that fucking drink, and so it's always <laughs> clanging with the ice, and it's fucking great. Anyway, I my friend's uncle was that with can coolers. He always had those fucking specially yes. made can coolers and always had a can of beer in it. And you always saw him. He like I think he was the inspiration for for one of the King of the Hill characters. Del Gribble. Yeah. Because you never saw him. He had he had the conspiracy theory. He had the stereotypical chicken legs and the beer gut. Oh, perfect. It was fucking weird. Like like that was the only part of him that was fat was his beer gut. And you never saw him without a brew. Well, I'm kind of like that most of the time, except it's like my glass of water because I I like drinking it out of like a glass. And so I always do the Julian line of like, I brought this from home. I went to his house once and he had, some people have shelves of books or movies or certain collections of hats. He had fucking beer can coolers. Oh, well, just a shit ton of them on the shelf. I'm sure his relatives were very happy to inherit those. It's like people that collect beer bottles. Yeah, like uh, look how much I drink. But but they're not like from you know Germany or anything else like that. They're always domestic. It's Miller yeah. time. But I got that Budweiser in seventy five. Here's Budweiser in eighty three. Yeah. And here's a Rolling Rock. That time I remember I barfed after I had that one. And just to make things a little crazy, here's a Zima. I got arrested after that one. Zima, Zima. What's a Zima bottle? Anyway, so yeah, I think Zima. This wine is a this wine's a good one. I would drink this again. It's not bad. I would drink again. It doesn't leave a filthy aftertaste in your mouth. Well, just like the last ones. The wine's you know getting better with that. That's the only positive I can think of besides it being cool and chilled is that it did not leave a nasty aftertaste. And the tip tasted good too. So, <laughs> Just the tip, baby. Just a tip. Yeah. Yeah. I'm good with this. Clay? Uh, yeah. 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 Clay's good yes. with it. I'm saying yes. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Perhaps. Keep talking, folks. Okay. Where are you going, Mike? I have to in a window or something. Mike is is leaving. Mike, don't leave us. There's the uh, the too much board. hot air in the room. He's yeah. the one with the control board. Or uh, that, talking about a fart machine might have uh, influenced somebody. Oh, that could be. Maybe just doesn't want to fart on the air. It's possible. Yeah. I mean, that could happen. Is that what's happening? I don't. I don't know. He says he needs to open something. I don't know what that means. But then he went down the hall, so he's probably taking a shit. Okay. <laughs> yeah, those ceiling fans never. They're more more of a. An artistic display than anything to me. Ceiling fans never just do shit. Like I maybe, like my ceiling fans. Maybe if you were on the ceiling, then maybe you'd feel some of the air from it. But otherwise, it just it just looks p- kind of pretty. I think it's what you have it set to. Because I think most ceiling fans, don't they have two settings? Where like one is like suck and the other one is blow. <laughs> yeah, it's like Mega Mage. Suck to blow. It's oh, like one shit. it sucks Mega. all. Oop. Bloop. Did you guys see that coming? I, that came out of nowhere. Well, that's because he still has the spray shits from eating too much processed vegan food. Who's eating vegan food? You guys didn't obviously listen to the fucking podcast. I recorded. We literally recorded this podcast and Joe doesn't even remember recording the podcast. That look he gave me. Mike 3 could not be here tonight. He has spray shits from eating too much processed food. Oh, you want me to remember every oh. line of dialogue that's spoken? I don't remember. It's like, sp- literally, it's like literally from a week whiz. ago. It's like cheese whiz out here. Yeah, it made his tummy. I told you, man. I forget movies right after we watch them sometimes. 
No, anyway, so we we <laughs> we ditched Mike three after the wine review, which is fine because it is still good. But we do have subject to talk about because I think we're only about ten minutes into this shit. Yes. All right, let's hit that shit. What are we doing? Talk to me. You're not going to amount to jack squat. I don't oh, that's doubt not that. The one I wanted. Okay, it was still pretty good. Oh, we could do that. Or we uh, do that. Past lives. Let's talk about past. Have lives. you guys ever done the whole past lives thing? I was Joan of Arc in my former life. No, you weren't. <laughs> You're a fucking liar. What do you mean, like, had, like it doesn't always have to be about you? You know, like, like, what do you mean, like, had them read or something like that? Yeah, you know, they um, you go to the psychics or no, whatever. I don't Call think seventy five dollars. I don't think I've had mine read. I mean, I've had a psychic reading where they've gone into the Akashic files and talked about like your energy and stuff like that. But I don't think they really dug deep into past lives or connections or anything like that. But um, I think one of the reasons why I think I brought this up to you is because I was um, looking a little bit, I somehow ended up with like a link. I don't know what it was on the internet or something like that and poked through it. And it was, you know, of course, as we talk about, you know, kids are a little bit more um, apt to, you know, see spiritual things or do that. And then they also remember past lives a little Mm -hmm. bit more. And there are these cases of kids who have come to their parents and told them the shit about past lives. And then someone's actually like listened to them and checked it out and all their shit checks out when they're like four. So it's like, no way they could have known it. They can't even read. They don't, you know, not watching shit on TV, those kinds of things. So that's what kind of triggered it for me. But then it really started down this whole path of like, you know, you know, where do you guys, you know, I'm just interested in the conversation of like, where do you guys think the past life thing is or or why it is or... I, I believe in it. Or but I have a lose. story about that. I, about I, I picture that if, if, because we talked about something similar before, like the six year old kid that we talked about. I, I think the reason why, possibly one of the reasons why we don't know what goes on beyond the afterlife is because we're not supposed to. We're supposed to just experience this life. Mm-hmm. And then once we pass on to whatever existence is after it, then we live that one and then whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. So what if. It, you're not supposed to remember a past life like in the matrix right you're not right. supposed to so instead all of a sudden agents start coming after you and shit because you're not supposed to remember a past life or some shit right that could be it would take you away kind of like uh, if you've ever seen uh, the Stephen King uh, movie it was Hearts in Atlantis I don't think with, I ever uh, saw Anthony that one. not bad not a bad I, I like the movie I caught, read the book yeah I, I, I have it I haven't read it yet but but, but I mean, you know, and and I know that you guys obviously have talked about this before on a, on probably a different podcast. But um, you know, for me, I, I, and I'm split because I mean, I do I believe that they happen? Yes. You know how or or what or why? I, of course, the jury's out. But my thing is is, and I know that we kind of joked about this before the episode was like, you know, or or in the intro was like, everybody who says, oh, I, I had a past life and they were somebody famous, like there's not many, not everybody can be a fucking astronaut. Like yeah. somebody had to be the fucking stable boy and somebody had to be, you know, the the chick who got water from the well. Like there had to be. I was Marie Antoinette in the past life, right? Like <laughs> no, you fucking no, weren't. you weren't. Like there was there's so few of those like i, I can't even Lisa imagine Erickson. you were an 18 year old peasant girl who died in the mud that's pr- yeah from scurvy yeah <laughs> but i mean it you were would. strangled to death by some fucking wheat harvester that didn't like you so he dragged you out there while you were sleeping and shoved you face down and stood on your head you weren't supposed to I eat the red the berries consumption. yeah <laughs> the consumption the consumption there is a there's a kid this happened within the past five years at least and kid gets murdered okay a couple years after that another kid gets you know, another child is wandering around and he's you know the, the timeline is like let's say this this happened with like in the last 15 years the kid gets murdered and then another kid gets born so you know like seven and a half years a piece right okay so kid gets murdered and buried in a shallow grave and he's been missing and this and that and it's an unsolved murder one day this young kid, five or six years old, is wa- is walking from his house to school or wherever he's at, he's at the park or wherever he's close by his home. And he sees this guy, it's like a friend of the family, and he goes, you murdered me. And the guy goes, what? He goes, yeah, my name used to be like, you know, Insert Jimmy. They're going to start using a Norm McDonald voice. Yeah, yeah, you, uh, yeah. You, 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 uh, you murdered me. You murdered me and you left me in a shallow grave. <laughs> and, hey. hey. And uh, (laughs) 
the guy's like, no, you're fucking, you're, you're crazy. Your son's crazy. <laughs> so the parents did some research and found out that this kid lived in this area. He's been missing. He goes, I can, and, and, well, I'm sorry, the one that was murdered is missing. Yeah. So the one that's accusing this other guy of murder, you murder me, says, I can take you exactly to the point where I'm buried. I can also tell you where he lives. I can tell you where I was murdered at and dragged from. Sounds almost like the plot for Stir of Echoes. So the police get involved because the kid is just adamant about that. And they're like, well, we got to either prove or disprove this, right? Proved it. The kid goes, yeah, I'm buried over here at this tree. <laughs> they dug it up, found the missing kid. Get the fuck out. Yeah. It's, it's, one, it's one of the most bizarre past life stories I've ever read. And Joe and I had talked about this. And I was like, I can believe past lives. I mean, if you, there are, there's ample evidence that it seems to be we get resurrected, recreated, whatever you want to call it. You know, the call spirit, it the soul, filtering the, the souls energy down. Beam, whatever we are. Yeah, yeah. And, I, you know, I, it's about how much you believe in the pretension of human being existence. Like, like when you watch movies that are pretentious, right? And it's like they make it to seem bigger and more important than it actually is, right? Like human existence. Is it as important as we believe it to be? No. Do, are, do we actually matter in this whole universe? Like, is there something? Is oh, there fuck a re- no, no. Is no. there a reason? So. Is there a reason why we're able to think the way we can about our existence and our... Know. Like, there, you know, dude, we, we exist on a speck of dust traveling through a universe that's greater than we can even imagine. Or is it because we just we become so domesticated and quote unquote civilized that we have more time to think about this shit when if we were still cavemen or like animals, we wouldn't have time to think about this shit to, you know, if we were running from the dinosaurs. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe. No, no. You still had those guys that weren't running from the dinosaurs. <laughs> Yeah, the shaman, the, the, guy, uh, the guy hiding in the cave, the medicine men, the, the gay ones. <laughs> there was also sweep a basket. Um, I mean, for me, like, so I, I really think that, of course, like, we're just giant bags of meat, and we have this spirit or soul or light or energy or whatever. And so, I mean, one of the theories which I actually can subscribe to is like we're here, we're ha- we're a spirit or we're a higher being or whatever the fuck we are from another planet or planet here or seated here or whatever. Um having this human experience Mm -hmm. and like i think that we keep getting shipped back when there's shit that we have to learn (laughs) or shit that we have to make right or you know almost like a karma type thing but you need to like get yourself to like a point of neutral to like move on to not have to come back and do this again so life is like pac-man you just have to keep redoing it if you keep dying too early (laughs) you keep going through those tunnels (laughs) absolutely (laughs) and you gotta do it again and and you know i think there could be some because i mean here's the concept is like i was always told even as a kid which i thought was weird is that i was an old soul so then i had to try and figure out what the fuck that was oh okay but you know there i think there is something to be said for that is because you do have those people that you meet and they just kind of really just either seem or feel or have that knowingness about them of like they've already been here they've already done this shit and they're fucking tired of it well i mean there's like uh the same thing with uh evolution right with uh genetic passover through um time through animals how some animals know how to just right when they come out they know how to make a nest like how the fuck do you know how to make a nest if no one showed you how to do it but it's like ingrained in them because of millions of years of of doing it this is how i do the thing yeah it's just it's instinct Yeah, yeah i do the thing do the bit so, I mean, and I mean, my boys fall into that category. Most of our family falls into that category. And so then, of course, I start thinking like, well, if we're just like this whole family of old souls, what the fuck did we do that we back? <laughs> Who did we and murder? In, in the same fucking soul cluster. Like, what do we, how do we end up with this? And I think you do. I think you end up like moving around the same batch mm-hmm. of souls almost. Like, you come yeah. out differently or whatever that we have to go through this human experience in order to fix or learn whatever we need to learn as a spirit before we can ascend or move over or pull forward so then who would be the through, please who has existed that that you know would probably be the one that that's their final life then they get to ascend like like bill gates <laughs> or oh, not no. bill gates you know what i mean like like who who's reached a pinnacle of being a human being you know yeah camera could be a good one our friend Cameron. Because even if you cool. bring up Gandhi, I heard Gandhi was a fucking piece of shit to some people and other people he was the greatest man ever. Well, now he's got to come back and deal with that shit. 
Or maybe that's it. It's a different lesson that he. What if came. Gandhi came back as Ben Kingsley, and that's why he performed him so good in that movie? Mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> food for thought. Oh wait, shouldn't bring up food when it comes to mm. Gandhi, huh? Interesting. I can remember like. There was a mantra in our family. Every time something goes wrong, it must have been Hitler in a former life. Because <laughs> there, there would just be some shit that just goes awfully wrong. Like when we're doing something, not like, you know, what Hitler did, but like we, we'd start doing something and build up on something and, you know, like our business or whatever. And then all of a sudden just something would happen. Dad get cancer. Right. It must have been fucking Hitler in a fucking former life. Yeah, here you go. There's Swear your, to God. That's what you get for it get your business destroyed yep. and it i mean it, and that's that's totally possible or it could just be something else that you needed to learn in this one i mean like did somebody need to screw you over because in a past life like you'd done something to someone else and, like, and what and if you did something really bad lips. how many who makes the rule where how many times you'd have to relive a life to make up for it or maybe you're just that person that then has everything really fucking horrible have happened to him yeah there are those people. Because there are people that... There are people that come here that actually don't even deserve it. And we know a couple of them that came here. Mexicans? I, no. No. <laughs> Earth the plane. <laughs> Earth the plane, not the country. Came here. And... I was waiting for the sound bite. I you think, didn't do I it. I think that we always use like the phrase, like almost like tortured soul. Yeah. Like Please refrain from using ethnic slurs. <laughs> oh, that? <laughs> that was Celebrity Jeopardy. Yes, it was. Absolutely. Fantastic. Um... That I don't, uh, we you kind of used to refer to as tortured souls. I mean, it seems like ever since they just like fucking got to this planet, it's like the life just like shit on them. The clouds parted and God, Eeyore, the Eeyore syndrome. God looked down and said, "I hate you." Yeah. I mean, it really was. I mean, we had you know your friend Carl, and it was just like everything that could just fucking happen wrong or bad to this person. How he's did like, well, and then they die young, and you're just like, "What the fuck was that?" Like. Look, uh, what were they learning in this life? I th- this is what it comes out like the cancer take the cancer stuff out of it because Carl was just born into a bad family full of cancer. Are they inbred or something? Uh, pop, yeah, it may, maybe, maybe, maybe. So he just is his mom had it, his dad had it, he got it. Like like it was. It's it's not just like it skips a generation or whatever. It it gets progressively worse through each generation. So their whole family were assholes in past lives. Yeah. It had and to they're been. just like, uh, it's just but, member after member of retribution. But 50, look, I, I believe in like the 50, 50 thing, you know, past life, 50, 50, you know, the, is there, is there a, a, a karma thing? Uh, I maybe, but yeah, I mean, karma hasn't smacked everyone's on, on the ass that deserved it. But, I mean, if you look at like some of the, the worst dictators that ever existed, they got to live to like their fucking nineties and not and, all of them. And, and well, yeah, but there was plenty that did and they got to live into their nineties and they, they lived in the lap of luxury till their final day. Yeah. But I mean, you also don't know what's going on with them either. I mean, or what maybe you don't know about or again, because I think we're living in this giant, you know, energy field, you know, that same energy transfers what happens in the next life for them. Well, also if you think of it like this, when you get into the, the, the realm of self-justification, you know, if someone truly believes that they're doing the right thing when everyone else sees that it could be yeah. evil. What if they don't see it as evil? What if they think it's but a, we, an, an important form of population control or something? I mean, like we've, all the cults. we've had that discussion of evil, which is really weird that you, now that we bring it up, now I'm bringing it up, but it's weird. I read a, an article on evil. Just, it popped out of nowhere. Well, we'll just say it popped out of nowhere. Evil! And... It was a philosopher type person and they were, maybe it was a Joe Rogan. It was, maybe it was Joe Rogan mm-hmm. and they were talking about good and evil and nobody's inherently good. Nobody's inherently evil. hundred percent. If you say something is evil, then because we have no real concept of what evil is, like what Hitler did borders on evil. There are very, very few people in the world that exists like in the entire history of time that are fucking malevolently evil. You can feel it on them. Mm-hmm. And, and it is so, it is so rare for something like that to happen that our concept of it doesn't even exist. Yeah. I always look at evil as uh, <coughs> the, the, the person or entity has to take a pleasure in being sadistic and hurting other people. Yeah. 
And it goes way the fuck beyond that. But I mean, that's our concept. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we can, we've seen it. We can, you know, it's, it's tangible that, that level of evil, right? Mm -hmm. But true evil, maybe you may have, you may have had it cross your path once and you got a fucking icky feeling and then that was it. And then it's never, ever happened. You've never had that other, you've never you've had never that specific feeling in the, again in your yeah, life. If you've been in the presence of a person where right when you were around them, you knew you had to get away from them. Yeah. Well, or like there was just a, there was a vibe you got from them that made you like, it sucked the life out of, and I don't mean a buzzkill. <laughs> I mean, like, like everything felt bad. Like you were, you were falling into nothingness being around them. Like the darkness, mm -hmm. it was like, like something bad would happen if you stayed around this person. Yeah. But again, we have no concept. We literally have no concept of what that is. We, we ascribe concept of evil to people like Hitler or Stalin or whatever. I mean, it's a word that's created by people. So I, I mean, right. But, the, but true, true evil rarely happens. And it's, and I was, I was blown away by this article in regards to that because now that redefines this entire concept mm -hmm. for me at least. Mm. And as I'm sitting there just reading it, I'm just like, like how fucking malevolent, how, how fucking, how big of a piece of shit do you have to be to redefine a term that has been around for eons? Like say, okay, for example, you could say Hitler wasn't out of his way evil. He actually believed what he was doing was right, regardless of, you know, he needs to burn in hell forever, of course. But let's just say that he was self-justified for himself, what he was wanting to do. But yet, if you go to like, say some of those mad German scientists who were torturing people and doing experiments on them, and being completely indifferent to their pain and suffering, those people, those German scientists, could technically be more considered evil than actually Hitler was. Well, is that a possible way? No. Why? Because they were they were experimenting on people to see what they could do and what they couldn't do. Not they don't they weren't doing it in their minds most likely. So you're just saying it's another form of self justification. Well, it's another form of self justification, but they weren't really doing it in in terms of like the video game Castle Wolfenstein. Oh. You know, some of them were. Let's, <laughs> let's face it. Some of them were trying to. Um, like I, yeah, there, I don't remember the name of the scientist, look, but there was one that like took pleasure in fucking hurting people. The, the, shirt, oh, yeah. the shit that's going on with the Uyghurs, that's fucking evil. That's an evil that's tangible. Okay. What's, what's well, but that's basically the same thing that Hitler did in a way, though. Whoever's doing that feels like they're self-justified in doing that. Right, but... Uh, like I said, we, we've ascribed it's tan, right. but we're seeing it happen in our time. Right. The Uyghurs in fucking China, dude. Google it. We've talked about it, dude. We've talked about it a hundred times. The Muslims in China that are being persecuted and put in jail and oh, okay. murdered and, uh, and castrated and genetically Tortured. modified. And, okay. Um, it's no bueno. Yeah, they are. They are being. Uh, nobody's really talking about it. Which well, yeah, I you can't call so them out funny. because you'll be called racist. Everybody's talking about it. It's all over the news. Oh, I don't watch mainstream news. Is that you know? So we're we're seeing that in real time, and and now just just like the today or yesterday, there's news that the the world is now going to come down on China. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So oh, it's because so, the Democrats are on board. So, so because Trump hmm. Trump's not there anymore. He's, a, you know, it's no longer a racist thing to want to go after China for releasing the Wuhan virus right, for, their for the Uyghurs. I want you to put a soundbite on the soundboard. When no. every, anytime anyone mentions Kung Flu, you hear, what's up? <laughs> Please do that. Keep it down. I don't want my neighbor seeing a fat old dirty horse screaming at me on my front lawn. There. Is that what we're, How about this one? What the hell? No, 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 no. Maybe. I love the fact that they're opening everything back up, but now there's a, a new variant that's going to fucking make things go back to the dark times again. It's called the Delta variant. <laughs> so I love the Delta this so time of year. Enjoy the bars being open for a month. <laughs> so fucking retarded. Oh, in Forbes oh, magazine. Mean, so it's just like a, a different like flu virus. Oh, weird. Yeah. How, how strange. And then, um, so uh, I guess it was Forbes magazine that said that California is booming. And that their economy is up by 51%. Sure. Really? I want to know where they got their information from, considering that there's statistics that show, what, 35% of the business just in San Francisco closed? 
And in all of California, better than 30, between 30 and 35% of all businesses have closed. How is that? How is the economy? We, we lost Elon Musk. <laughs> we lost three or four other big tech companies. We lost Joe Rogan. Yeah, we lost <laughs> Joe Rogan. $100 million. Yeah. I don't get it. Yet California's economy has increased by 51%. I, I don't get it. Well, and I mean, I, I guess maybe. I mean, like I obviously my level of living has changed zero, essentially. Yeah. But like even just traveling over this last weekend, like I have not seen the airports that packed in over a year and a half. It's been, it, it was insane. And the trap, the, like the lowered traffic is gone. I drove on Memorial like Day weekend everywhere. and the, the airport was packed on that. It was, I was, I bad. dropped people up uh, off all the way up until like uh, seven, eight o'clock in the morning on, on the weekend. And it was, it was packed then, but that that's, I, otherwise I don't know. I was working Memorial Day weekend. I work for a gas station. At four o'clock, there was nobody there. Mm -hmm. At five o'clock, we had eight cars. After five o'clock, there's nobody there. And we were on the 80 corridor headed towards Reno. We are 80 miles outside of fucking Just Reno. tumbleweeds. They are, they are all <laughs> in the airports is where they are at. Yeah. Because where fuck. the fuck is everybody on Memorial Day weekend? They're in not the going airports. to Tahoe. They're not going to Reno. I, I went to Sonora this weekend and I drove the back roads. So out through Jackson and Jackson yeah. Rancheria and everything else. Barely anybody. Really? Yeah. God, everywhere I go, there's a fuck ton of people. It's driving me crazy. <laughs> Stop going. <laughs> well, seriously, like both flights, 100% full. Again, with our masks on because science. Yeah. But now they'll service. Oh, 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 I didn't get to update you guys. They're now serving sodas. Oh, sodas. Not booze, but sodas. And you get like, I think the whole, almost like oh, they'll pour it in glass still. So they'll still open the soda can and pour it in a glass of ice that they've gotten, but you can't booze with it. But because they can't hear you with the mask, you're supposed to hold up like one for Coke, two for Diet Coke, three for Sprite and four for a water. And they bring this little picture chart. And when you look at this, the stewardess, you're supposed to be like one, Oh, you're not you're allowed to touch a picture chart? Pressurized canister sharing the same air with everybody. Yeah, right. But it's totally, no, Joe, the science. Come on, man. Like, I was seriously next to, like, a bunch of people that I don't know. Are there spit shields family. around every seat? No. Then no. What and the in fact, fuck? they're not even sanitizing any of the stuff. I still take my Lysol wipe, which I did before the pandemic, mm. and wipe everything down because right. I'm weird. No, you're not. I know, I do it. I'm weird. Because people pills. get on Herp fucking buses, get on. Herpes is real, bro. Well, <laughs> so so is the flu. Right? I don't want that either. Yeah, but that shit goes with you everywhere. <laughs> I just don't want it anyways. Depends on the variant. Herpes so, is the one thing that doesn't stay in Vegas. Like with, with all the things and just this, like you said, and this big thing, and I'm sitting next to this lady who I don't know because we got on the last flight and we were late. We we're like in the last boarding group. And so we couldn't sit together. So we're like separated family unit like in the midst of other people woo on a packed plane all seats filled going yeah. one two three or four it was interesting and but no way, booze they, why no booze i don't know and they didn't find it funny by the way if you say one and you flip them off one one or put two of them together for a diet coke also not appreciated okay. at least you didn't get tackled by the air marshal you're in a you're a right. fucking stewardess go get my drink right I'm a flight attendant. No, no, you're not attending a flight. You are a stewardess. You are I guess a, everyone on the plane is at a flight attendant. You are literally a waitress inside a metal tube that's going 350 miles an hour through the sky. And if we crash, we're all in the same fucking boat. So shut up with your fucking And they won't bullshit. serve me booze. Give me my booze. Shut the well, fuck it's, up. I mean, look, no the booze, booze is it's, it's the 1% thing, right? 1% of everyone, uh, the idiots ruin it for everybody else. I guess so. Right. So I heard from uh, my friend uh, who was on the first flight with me and Ryan that um, I guess like the flight attendant union or whatever they are, like got together because somebody punched a stewardess on a Southwest flight. Yeah. From Sacramento, drunk. from Sacramento. And that's why, thank they you. That's yeah. why they refuse to serve booze. Oh, for God's sakes. So they'll wait till it calms down. And if no one gets hit for a while, then they'll bring it back. Oh no. Well, here's because, the thing. Because she refused to wear her mask. I didn't know they had booze on Southwest. It's causing Southwest to lose millions of dollars a day just for not just on booze sales. Just on booze sales. And I've got all these like drink tickets sitting in my wallet. And I can't fucking use them. It's really pissing me off. Can you like get extra peanuts with that? Nope. And they don't have peanuts anymore. Why would it's you want extra peanuts? Oh, you got one already. Oh, chicken and penis. Yeah. No, they give you the snack mix bag now. It's like Chex Mix. It's really shitty. Oh, Chex Mix penis? 
in-flight penis? <laughs> Can I interest you in the in-flight penis? Okay. Turd Ferguson. Oh, my God, yes. I'll take Turd the gefilte fish. Yeah. Has a big hat. It's funny. No, it's not. <laughs> Yeah, it's funny. So yeah, that was my update on the uh, on the flights there for that. But I, I don't know how we got from past lives back to coronavirus. But well, we were just we're all over the place with this one. But yeah, with past lives, look, I'm going back to what I was saying with the fifty fifty thing. I mean, that's why you feel the deja vu. It's well, that's mm-hmm. part of it. But um, you make your own choices. It's that simple. So Ooh. if you want, if, if if you want to do whatever in life. I got I got fired from Apple six years before the release of fucking of the iPhone, mm-hmm. which was a dumb fucking mistake in the first place. Because I made my choice, I made my bet. I decided that I was going to fight someone that I probably shouldn't have not mm. f- physically fight, but you know, hey, if you're gonna leave that place, you should at least walk in and punch fucking Jobs right in the face. Yeah, because I w- I work so close to him. You sound like it when you tell stories. Oh yeah, I saw that guy. He was walking down. The never road. said that. I have never said those. You said words. Like half your fucking family knew him and shit. We had lunch I said together. my father knew him. That's all I said. We had lunch together. <laughs> we used to Dutch rudder each other. <laughs> I know. I know. Well, as usual, you're wrong. There you go. They're good people. I know. No, my my father was involved with that. I just knew people that associated with him. That's as far as that goes. But my my point being is that I I got into it with a manager and because he's a fucking liar and that's the way it is. Um, well, that was my that was my choice. Yeah, but you're not a play ball kind of guy. And, and I am a play ball kind of guy. If you have the right people around me, I, I succeed. If you put the wrong people around me that continually do nothing but make excuses, point the fingers, and cause problems, that's when I start having a problem. And then I become the problem. See what I'm saying? So I don't care if you're a manager or an owner of a company. If you're a fucking dick and you're a liar, I'll call you out on it. Politically correct or not, I'll call you out on it. And I'll do it in a public forum. And I did this at HR in a public forum when he was there. I said, he's a fucking liar and he needs, he needs to be written up and he needs to be fired. I, I already know that I'm going to be fired. So fuck him. And he started getting in. And I just looked at him and told him to shut up. You have no, nothing to say to me. And then HR kicked him out of the, uh, the meeting. But I mean, again, so <coughs> you look at it as like, do you have, you know, freedom of choice or, you know, willpower or whatever to, to make these choices? Yeah, probably. But then again, you know, are you sent here to go through these things to learn whatever you need to learn from this this life? What if you have to go through every single variant of parallel universes of your existence? You might. Fuck. You might. That's infinite. So who? You absolutely well, might. Well, there's infinite possibilities. Everything's in maybe. Maybe. Every what if decision, there's three? Every no. Every decision you make, <coughs> there are variants to it. Like, maybe did you step you this Bob. way? Did you step that way? The butterfly effect. What if there's three? What if there's three parallel universes, Joe? Just three. That's pretty small-minded. I don't don't believe that you're pre-programmed to go left or right or straight. I I don't think you're pre-programmed to do any of that shit. I just threw a what up. You you get up and you make your choice. It's as simple as this. You get up and you go, I'm going to be fucking angry today or I'm going to be happy today. Mike always wakes up choosing violence. Yeah. I wake up and say, fuck the day. Fuck this Actually, day. I wake up and say, what time is it? <laughs> and what day is it? Because do I have to work And then he today? goes, fuck, I'm late. Well, no, I have to go pick up cigarettes. <laughs> yeah, I have to get cigarettes. Today. Fuck, I'm late. But you wake up and you can make a choice whether you want to have a good day or you want to have a bad day. If you want to have a bad day, that's on you. If you want to have a good day, that's on you. Well, that's a simplistic way of saying things. I, it's, of course, it's a choice, but sometimes you, you're so caught up in your own shit, you're not thinking that way. No, that's not true. You are absolutely always thinking that way. You either make a choice, you make a choice A or choice B or choice C, whatever. You know, yeah, there could be infinite choices. You're still, you still have to make that choice. You know, you're making that choice. So, as simplistic as it is, I mean, you can you can deride it and all this other shit that you want to. But the simplest, the simplest things are this. You either are going to make yourself happy or make yourself miserable. There is, there is really no in-between. Your choice is make yourself happy or make yourself miserable. That's true. I mean, I, I will take a piece of that too. But I mean, again, <coughs> you're still subjected to things that change or alter your perception of things or your viewpoints on things. And I think that's where your spiritual lessons or existence come into play. I can get it behind that. And I'm not and I'm not discounting what Joe says with the multi fucking verses I mean, and this it, it and that. It could totally be. Deja vu. You could be on your 3000th right now. 
I've I've li- I mean literally been driving and had a fucking deja. I, I had a deja vu at work a couple days ago, a couple I weeks ago. I have them way too much, and and I'm actually my own personal internal schizophrenic jury is out on that as to whether or not that's like a past life thing or if it's just because there's so little that we use of our brain and our abilities of did we have a dream about it did we just foresee it and it was just a piece of that look ahead um, and we're like oh shit here i am again well i mean is it a past life is it a parallel universe i mean i've had deja vus where i mean literally i was having a conversation with my father and i saw four different deja vus happen at once right isn't it weird and it was an argument uh, I fucking hate you. I'm going to, and I walk out the door and never come back. And, and then there was one other. And then there was a th- the fourth option, which was, he said something to me that was just basically just called me a schmuck. And I just laughed it off. And I, and I stopped the entire conversation right after he said that. And I said, you know, what's really weird is I just had like a fucking deja vu that pointed out every single one of our arguments. And I hated every one of those. And I made the other option just to just deal with whatever you just said. How weird is that? And I was asking him about this because he he's kind of into that shit. Yeah. So how, how weird is it that I knew the outcome of every single conversation that we had? And there was only four of them. And if I just laughed it off, it would have been everything is okay. That's what I decided to do. You're, you've already foreseen that or you know it's coming or you have the ability to foresee it. Yeah. And you just tapped into that right there. Well, I, uh, people have, uh, there's something I saw that said that our memories technically is a time machine. You know, if you think about it, you go back to moments that, you know, even though every time you look back on something, it changes. You don't intentionally try to change it, but it always changes something just a little bit. Yeah, you're not going to remember everything 100%. Yeah, but it's still, that's the the closest thing to a time machine that we have is going back and looking at things. That sounds like something that someone would say at the end of a Hallmark movie. (laughs) Did you know our memories are basically like a time machine? It's like that movie, The Closet or whatever it was called. When the kid goes into a closet and goes back in time and head. Oh, there's a, uh, yeah, it was called like in time or something like that with, yeah. uh, with Domhnall Gleeson. Yeah. That was and it was called was, the lion, the witch in the wardrobe. Dude, actually, actually it was, that was a chick. They, they consider it a chick flick cause it's all love story stuff. But I actually really liked that movie. I finally watched it. Yeah. I used to see the trailers for it in the movie theaters in like 2013. It was like, I finally watched it like a year ago and I, that movie it makes you feel very, very sentimental watching it. Didn't well, it have uh, the dude from, um, Shaun of the Dead, the dad. Yeah, Bill Nighy. Yeah. Yeah, he plays the dad. Well, and it's like, I mean, you have stories and descriptions of people that go through time slips all the time. Yeah. Or people that just like, you know, did I slip in and out of another dimension? Like narcoleptics? Or I, yeah, or did I slip in and out of another time? And I mean, and I think we've all had that experience where like all of a sudden we're so, walking around and things just seem like a little bit off and you feel a little bit off and things are just a little bit strange and then all of a sudden you slip back in. So I passed out. I had to go save a village from a tiger. Right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like the things like that. that from? I don't know. I just thought it up. There was a movie that some guy said did something like that. Was, uh, well, I would assume it's something sort influenced by something out. I've watched. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or like, you know, I, I know that I've uh, listened to and, and read about stories of people who are just driving down the road and all of a sudden they're in like 1950. Yeah, I can, I can believe that. slip right into it. Okay. I'll, this, this is weird. Oh, no. something, something's happened to him. Look at no. him. If I listen to a certain song on the radio, it'll take me back, a specific song. It'll take me back to an exact moment in the past, 20 years ago, whatever. And I'll remember that exact moment when I thought about the future. Like, Except she's saying that literally somebody has been driving and slipped into yeah. a specific day in 1950. I, 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 okay. Like all of a sudden they start driving down the road and all of a sudden all the cars are like... yeah. They start noticing like all the cars are like 1950s. Marty, what's going on? Yeah. Totally, totally like a Back to the Future thing. I, I, but I, but there's variants of all, all this stuff. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but I've had that moment where I thought back on the past, where I thought about, oh yeah, what about 20 years from now? What am I going to be doing? Where am I going to be? And then I'll I'll hit that moment and I'll look back and there's something will remind me and I'll go back on that moment where I thought that 20 years ago or whatever. Like what? holy shit, here I am. It's fucking and weird. Here you are. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> Absolutely amazing. When I was uh, when I was driving to Sonora, so I had to t- I took Calaveras County, and mm-hmm. what's amazing is that shit hasn't changed in almost fifty years. It's literally like a time capsule. So when you, it's weird, huh? Because they don't like. Why don't they? Pro- they don't build anything there. They just, just leave it stunning alone. building. No, it, well they do, but it is. like McDonald's. Yeah, 
it's modern McDonald's. Mm-hmm. It's not the old McDonald's. But it's still the same McDonald's. That's but Napa in Calaveras is in one of those old two-story house with the columns in front. You yeah. know, the old uh, old 1840s, 1800s Western Ranch house. Cousin Eddie house? Yeah, yeah, almost. <laughs> I had to think about that one. in a trailer. No, in, in vacation. Oh. The original, yeah. But yeah, almost like that. But it's a Napa. It's a, you know, it's, it's still, it's fucking, it's a 50 year old house or it's probably more than that. I wonder if it's because there's an ordinance where they want to keep things uh, classic. Usually they'll have a lot of things that are on the uh, national registry for historical buildings. But every building. It could, it could fucking be up there though. I mean, like those buildings are fucking old. Some of them, but every building in town, even the fucking, the strip malls and the banks are straight from the eighties. Seriously. They probably just can't even get permits to like redo them. And well, Calvary fucking weed i don't know but if you go down through angel's camp mm-hmm. angel's camp hasn't been updated since okay the last time i was in angel's camp i had poison oak so bad <laughs> it was internal oh and i had to drink manzanita root tea to cure it oh that's the last time so that was 1985 that is bad what, that Why 40 would you years ago fucking poison oak I guess I'm just a worrier. Was that random? Did you yeah, it was just random. <laughs> you just hit a random button. That's, that's why my friends call me Whiskers. What? I thought it was because you were curious like a cat. I thought it was uh, could be fatal if you got that shit hey, internally. What about it this? could be. That's why I was be. drinking manzanita root. I couldn't breathe. Yeah. So uh, an old Indian guy that lived at the KY campground in Angel's Camp said, hey, this works. Mm. Do this. Like, gross, but okay. Yeah. Like, we don't trust you, you fucking weirdo Indian. And sure, sure as shit, after, uh, after a couple hours, I can start to breathe again. He's like, see, I told you it worked. Why you don't believe the, the red man? The ways Why? of the medicine man. Cries. You got a tear. One tear. You left, a, you left trash on my ground. So anyways, that's the last time. I haven't been to Angel's Camp since 1985. And it looks the same. And it still looks the same. You know, it looks just like downtown Auburn. Mm-hmm. Old downtown Auburn looks like old downtown Sonora. It's, you know, the houses are all kind of compact together. Uh, Colfax looks like yeah. Colfax. And the best part about it is the theater. So it was driving down the main street. And, and the streets are just windy and shitty and just yeah, fucking all compact the together. The Majestic? There's, what, uh, there's, a, there's uh, like a Majestic, but it's cramped. It's all like in Colfax, right? Uh-huh. It's all just kind of cramped together. And it's, you know, see you soon. That's what right. it said. And, and it looked like the state theater, so it had the marquee with the sign that, you know, was uh, vertical and had horizontal. The, single t- the, the Majestic in Petaluma, uh, where I saw Kiefer Sutherland and his band play, um, they had uh, they, they had that single ticket booth out front. It looked really, really cool. I the think that's, yeah, almost looking. the same. Yeah. So that building, all uh, everything's bricks and looked like... Old cobblestone. Looked like old shit. Mm-hmm. Put together with horsemen. Yeah, there's no fucking hay. parking. There's no nothing. Right. Just all old downtown. Like, if you go to downtown Auburn... You know where they rejuvenated it. Mm-hmm. It looks looks so different. You know compared to what it used to look like. You go to you go up to fucking Sonora. They don't give a shit. They One way or the it. other is fuck it. So it's basically like going into a time like a I'm, time blip. I'm I'm literally driving by like a dentist office or or law office or whatever, and it, the the uh, the rails on the porch are just all fucking. The wood's all starting to rot. Paints all just, and this is, this, it hasn't been painted in 40 years. Mm-hmm. It hasn't been touched in 40 years, but it's a professional law office. Bless their hearts. Yeah. Goldberg and Associates or whatever the fuck it was. Dewey Screwem and Howe or something like that. Gold, Goldberg, Schlotzky. <laughs> Dewey Screwem and, and Howe. Your- yeah. Well, I mean, and that's, yes, but not <coughs> technically a blip into a different time. But yes, it looks that way. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I that's, that's exactly literally like a fucking people. time warp. And then I, mean, I get into Sonora and it's all like modern freeways and and then again Starbucks and McDonald's every two blocks is Jack it, in the box is it is it that you're slipping into a different time or are you slipping into another dimension oh no that's just that's just nobody wanting to update their shit and fix it <laughs> no 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 but I mean just in general like when this happens to people like are they going through a time like I okay so I personally know a couple of people that have like have gaps of missing time. Right. Like it's just gone. Like driving down the road, starting down a road, they know what time it is. All of a sudden they arrive somewhere. Nobody knows how they got there. And then they're making mountains of mashed potatoes in their living room. Five minutes and it should have taken them 20. It's the devil's tower. I got to go there. I got to go there. 
like that type of thing like i i mean and that was even on there was people we knew that was on like forestal road and it was like okay we know this time and we start and it should take us 25 minutes they arrive they don't know how they got there and it's only been like three minutes i'm really disappointed by that how the fuck did that happen the devil towers thing i looked it up and there's you can't have a whole facility on fucking top of devil tower no you can't it's a movie it's a movie it's a movie what 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 but like if you anyway so like i'm saying you hit these like time warps and everything but then i also know people that have seen dinosaurs mm-hmm. like like Cloris leachman somewhere catch them and just like see the dinosaur and be like oh fuck what was that and when you grab it like Abe vagoda it's huge <laughs> but it's like i mean is that is that a slip into a different dimension is it a slip into a time flip? I mean, time's linear, so oh. I mean, like, it's did the they same. shift? Like, what happened? Well, it's the same story that Mark told me when him and Laura were driving back, and they were New, Newcastle-ish, Rockland-ish, and Mark says, out of nowhere, this gigantic fucking flying, and the best that he could say was aircraft carrier. It was the size of an aircraft carrier, came down out of the clouds over Newcastle. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, go on. And he's just telling me, basically what he was telling me, he was, he was detailing essentially um, uh, Marvel's uh, uh, helicarriers. Yeah. Those things, that, like if you've seen Iron Man or Iron okay. Man, of, um, the Avengers. Winter Soldier had that. Yeah. There, yeah. These big flying aircraft carriers. That's what he was detailing. And I've always kept that image in my mind because... Because I'd be driving, I'd be like, how, if that thing was that big, how is it that he is the only one that saw it? Why isn't it that there aren't a thousand people, that including people that work it. at the fucking gas stations, have never told this story? Right. It, and, and called the cops and the newspaper came out. and Yeah. See, Laura knows exactly what I'm talking about. And it's been 30 years. Yeah. And, and I believe him. And oh, I yeah. believe him because of the amount of detail. He says there were lights that were coming off the side, these big, big fucking floodlights, right? And it made this thrumming sound. And then it just went away. I'm like, what? He was slipping into another dimension. It had or to another have been. dimension was slipping into here. Yeah, or he was, he, they, he, they drove through a wormhole into the future. Mm-hmm. So it's possible. I saw a black line go across the moon in the middle of the daytime, and it just slowly started at the top. And went down to the bottom. It took about 15 minutes. That was the sun on that side. And mm-hmm. there was Flat nothing. Earth. There was no wires in the way or nothing, like street wires, nothing. It was just. It was, it was flat earth. It was fucking earth was weird. Like it was just earth this was flat. Tilted. It was just this black line that just went. Or the moon. The earth. Or the moon. It was, it was weird. Um, I saw a roadrunner. <laughs> there you go. Meep, meep. I saw a roadrunner in Calaveras County. <laughs> And you were like, that's not supposed to be I here. drove through an old ghost town once. Well, not a ghost town, but an old town on the way to Colorado. And I kid you not, when I was stopped at a train tracks in the middle of the night, fucking tumbleweed rolled in front of the car across in front of my view. Like, I heard that that never happens to people, and it happened to me. It was weird. Really? Like, God. I heard they... Tumbleweeds happen all I heard that, that the, on where them blowing in front of your car happens in movies for dramatic effect, but in real life, it, it doesn't oh, yeah, usually happen. The Indiana Jones thing. Yeah. Right? Yeah, the tumbleweed. Yeah, or before a gunfight starts, right? Yeah. So, but I started... I just remember seeing that, and me being a movie guy, I just started laughing my ass off. I, it was so fucking hilarious. I was like, okay, I'm, I'm I, complete. I had to do a fucking <laughs> double take. I'm driving... <laughs> So like again, it's driving the back road of forty nine, yeah. and this fucking bird runs across, <laughs> and I went, "It's a road runner." <laughs> Not very big, are they? <laughs> and, and, I, and I went, "Wait, no, yeah, maybe no, because they're maybe in this." Somebody had one and they got loose. No, they're in the south in 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 fucking Mexico. So I looked it up, and sure as shit, road runners are all now. Road runners live in tribes. Live in little roadrunner tribes okay. or herds of roadrunner. So, but occasionally. I've never seen one, but that doesn't mean anything. It was. They could talk, they're just like. It was the size of a baby turkey. Okay. And it had really long legs. And I was going to make the joke, like, I saw a roadrunner. Yeah, it's you could see the little, the circular lines, just like in the cartoon. But there was no coyote around. I checked. Literally, I and I fucking, I am not lying about this. Three miles down the road, coyote. Get the fuck out. I, and it's fucking hilarious because, like, if I tell, tell anybody this story, like, get out, you're just lying. Now, there's a fucking coyote, so I did. I doubled, I, I looked around just for the fuck of it to see if somebody was messing around with the fucking catapult and the rock on the ledge and the, you know, the rocket slid. Mm. But no, it was just a coyote. 
Just a coyote. Yeah, but the Roadrunners, they're they're like tan colored, like yeah. tan. I actually have never seen one up here. And they got a really long beak, and but they've got really really long legs. Yeah. And when they run, they look hilarious when they run. Norm, you know, just they don't run with the circles. No. They they just they prance. They pick up their giant ass fucking legs. Oh and yeah, they, go. yeah they they prance like deer. But they move real fast, and he and he's just they just do run with their necks because they got like giraffe necks. They just run like you know. So they do have them up in this area. I was waiting for them to go meet meet. Meaning they do have them in this area, though. Yeah, they do. But they are singular, meaning that they've broken away from the herd. So if you see one, it was part of a herd and it has migrated hundreds of miles, maybe thousands of miles, and it's just running around. Okay. Doing its thing. Yeah, it broke loose. Being its own man. Yeah. Being his own roadrunner. I also saw a vulture. That was kind of cool. It was sitting in somebody's driveway. I've seen those. They're oh, huge. Holy shit. Like, They're huge. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, bring me home, my baby. Oh, baby. Oh, 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 I always think of like Jungle Book more so. Oh, no, don't start that again. <laughs> totally. So what are we doing? I was listening to Cinemagic and they had the... Um, so what are you going to do? The the snake song that Scarlett Johansson sang, yeah. but from the original Jungle Book. Mm-hmm. And I can never remember the guy who did the original voice oh, of... Oh, I can't either. This so guy he, does a voice for Piglet. Yeah. He? he yeah. did the voice for like four or five of those He was characters. on uh, Star Trek. He was in an episode of Star Trek. Boom, bringing home a baby, bumblebee. Killer! What is that? I would look it up I on my phone. I brought you this, mole. I would look Bring it up for elephants. you, but um, I have like zero Wi-Fi ability. You should your Wi-Fi should be working. Uh, it doesn't. It never does. Change it to dot fab. Oh, 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 oh. Amen. Voice of snake. Jungle book. Jungle book. Cartoon. It's like Dawes Butler or something like that, but it's not Dawes Butler. Huh. Okay, it's 1967. I, I want uh, Voice of the Snake and Jungle Book cartoon. And the first thing that it comes up with is the Soviet cartoons. What does that have to do with anything? Stir- Has Russia taken over and we missed it? Putin got offended. It's did, Stir- I, did I miss Russia taking over shit? It's Sterling Holloway. That's his name. I still got my mask well, on. Khrushchev said they will, we will bury you without firing a single shot, right? Yeah, pretty much. But yeah, he did... Uh, we used to have a... The Stork uh, and Dumbo, Ka in the Jungle Book. We used to have a customer at our, at our bank that had that same name, but he was like the third. Need a ton of money. Uh, yeah, that's probably related. <laughs> the third. Yeah. Voiceover sure. actors make a fuckload of money. I wish I had a better voice. You just practice. Doing what? Actually, your you voice would be good for commercial work. Um voiceovers for like it could be movie trailers there could be could fucking my, wine I use my customer service voice yeah like that. <laughs> <laughs> buy this wine <laughs> you work at auctions there you go <laughs> hey, what about this <laughs> totally i actually knew an auction uh, an auctioneer and it was insane was he a he cunning linguist he was he was it was really funny because he used to auction people off at parties when he got drunk it was really good that, that, that's got to be great for parties. So, though, it so. was great for parties. I will give you that. You're going to go home with this one? You're going to go there? You're going to sit right here with me? Portuguese on the bottom. He's <laughs> like, blah, 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 blah. I heard she swallows. Blah, 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 blah. And 25, 25, 25, 25, 30, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, 45, 60. I to a guy who uh, did the auction set at the Roosevelt Mall, and I just asked him, like, well, how do you learn that? And he goes, you go to a school. and they, You do. And he, he just went through a quick little shtick about, like, how they teach you to do that. How you just keep repeating. It's kind of like a Porky Pig thing. Yeah, yeah. Dave Chaddock. <laughs> There's a, if, a, if, Dave Chaddock, if you're listening, which I know you're not. You're welcome. If you watch Letterkenny, there's a guy on Letterkenny. He's like 6'8". Yes. He's real skinny. And he's an auctioneer. He's an actual auctioneer. So... And I he did, did enjoy like that the, show. He did the spelling bee, but he did spelling. He was introducing him as an auctioneer, which is fucking great. That's a great show. I, I do enjoy that show very much. So we have totally gotten off topic. Of we fucking, have so gotten off topic, which we is do. amazing. We do do that. It's well, pretty bad. maybe in a past life, we did uh-huh. a better show. Do maybe. Do. Maybe we did. <laughs> Good people, pull it. I think I think that uh, that people listen to this and they're just like, well, this is going to be 
a 50-50 shot as to whether or not this is going to be fucking boring or it's going to be fucking interesting. All of our shows are fucking great. Well, I don't think so. I don't agree. I think they sound boring. Really? Yeah, maybe it's just because it's me. Is it because when we bring up sports or a movie you've never seen? No, I think even this probably, if I were to listen to it, might be boring. Well, as usual, you're wrong. I don't know. Fuck, maybe we sound funny. I don't know. People think I'm funnier than I think I am, so fuck, I don't know. I'm just being me. It's not about funny. It's about putting out a good product, you know? What's our product? And and this is our product. Every time, dick? Every time since we restarted doing this, I listen to the show when I'm editing it. Uh I don't have to make any edits. Very rare. If I'm coughing or something, I I edit that shit out. Unless I bring up Mexicans. Or, yeah. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Here's the thing. Please refrain from using ethnic slurs. (laughs) Love it. I love that one. And screw you, Trebek, with your Dago mustache or your wop mustache in your Dago hair. I'll take the rapist for 200. (laughs) The the rapist. Okay. Turd Ferguson. When, When we do a show... I don't have to worry. And if I don't have to worry about editing anything out, mm-hmm. I know it's a good show. Whether, whether it's just Joe and like Joe and I just did the last two shows. Yeah. You know, one show was entirely Joe talking about his camping trip. Yeah. I still haven't listened to the that, anticlimactic so, um, bear I, story. The sad part is, is I'm going to listen to it and I already know I'm already expecting a certain product and I feel like I'm not going to be disappointed. And, and what's great about it is Joe goes, so do you want me to start off with a story that I tell that usually goes nowhere? And I'm like, absolutely. You're like, Where you it know starts what? strong, yes. it starts strong, and then it always ends in a fizzle. Yeah. So uh, I didn't get to do this. And, you're like, and, then, and then there's awkward silence for a minute. And you're like, that's it? <laughs> so did you see this? <laughs> I forgot the best part of the story. So then uh-huh. I got to end it with the best part of the story. So actually, yeah. Yeah, he, he made up for it with... With a good shit story. With yeah. a good shit story after. Yeah. A big trailer park sewer story. Yeah. And a bear involves a bear. Oh. It involves a, a bear. bear. Yes. Yeah, it involves a bear, a rock, and mm-hmm. a man. And a, and a foghorn or whatever you call those things. A bear horn. A, a bear horn God. and a man that says. My name is Matt Foley <laughs> and I am a motivational speaker. Oh my God. We, it's just, just that part right there always made me laugh. He's just like. Yeah, go walking outside. He's like, did you see this guy? He's like, no, it's just some guy standing there. I went, my name is Matt Foley. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. That totally gets it. So I don't know what else you want to talk about on past times. I mean, I, I really encourage people to look at it and, and just, you know, open, open your mind. minds. Like, open. Totally open your mind to it and, and really have a look at it and just kind of think of, you know, get those little finger bells. Ding, well, I think it just ding, comes maybe, down to, like, and, and, and also, you know, instead of like playing the victim card on everything, you know, maybe just look <clears> at that's something you needed to learn. Maybe I'd say, look, you need to explore, open yourself to the possibility, but don't let it get in the way you live in this one life you got right now. Yeah. Right. Yolo. Now. Like, you know, people get too much into astrology or some shit, you know, it's just, okay, we get it, dude. You're in the fucking lineup of Jupiter and Mars is in it. So I get it. Hey. Great. Good hey. point. <laughs> hey, I will say this like last week, it was like a new moon, a solar eclipse and retrograde, like all the same time. Mm. And evidently it was fucked up. Did that keep people from shooting each other in South Chicago? Probably not. I mean, nothing, let's be honest. Nothing keeps anybody from shooting anyone in Chicago <laughs> or that's, anywhere. It, that's just a thing. Yeah. Well, we have had weird energy lately, but Everybody oh, has a weird energy. You're a weird energy. Yeah, we're in the middle of a recording and just out of nowhere, someone goes, uh, I'm out. I got to go. <laughs> like you had a shit attack. Hey, what about this? Exactly. Exactly. He had to go shit. I don't understand what the problem is. I, I, don't, know. I don't like to shit just everywhere. Or I guess I'm just a worrier. <laughs> <laughs> I grabbed these from fucking, it was just, the whole thing was him and Jeff Goldblum. Yes. And it was him interviewing Jeff uh, Goldblum. That's my favorite. And I couldn't. What's your favorite planet? <laughs> Mine's is the sun. Yeah. It's, it's not a planet. It's a star. Well, no matter what it is, someday that thing's going to explode. And we're all going to die. We're all going to die. <laughs> but, but what I, life is Harry Carey living right now? None. He's fucking dead. No, reincarnated. Oh, shit. I don't know. Can you imagine being Harry Carey reincarnated? <laughs> Comes out of the room. Hi. It's kind of dark in there. Hi. <laughs> what about this? Oh, my God. Kind of slimy, too. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
smells just kind of a dark shoot. Smells much better out here. Just makes me kind of hungry. Wait, I, I can to, see the light. Wait, let me double check. I'd again. like a delicious Stick my head back in. I can buy twelve of those. <laughs> eat them all with mustard. <laughs> you like mustard, I, Joe? I can only eat I two. I don't know what what I was thinking when I bought twelve of them. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't possibly eat that many. That Kobayashi is crazy, man. You so who's going to win? Well, they're both great teams there, Norm. You ever been to a bukkake party? <laughs> hey. <laughs> Always feels like it's raining. Joe sure has. <laughs> is it sprinkling? Good point. There <laughs> <laughs> aren't no clouds. I All guess right. I'm just a worrier. So, yeah. But I, I couldn't grab a couple of them because Goldblum would start laughing. Yeah. Or you'd hear him say, I, I, I. Yeah. And it's like, I want it isolated. So. You did At some point, I'll isolate them. Past lives. I, I, I don't know. I don't think I have anything else out to add to past lives. I, I don't have any great past life experiences. I just know that I'm tired of this. All right, we're done. Around and I really Squeaky, wish that I was done. Uh, squeak, squeaker, squeaking. All right. So. I'm technically middle-aged, and I feel like I've got a ton of more things to live and experience before I'm out of here. Before I ascend from this mortal coil. This is what I'm going to be doing. I am 35 years old. I am divorced, and I live in a van down by the river. That's what I'm going to be doing. Absolutely, except for 35 is long past you. Yeah. Just remember, after a while, that van's going to get a little dirty and saturated inside. That's why they have a quick quack. Quick quack car wash? Just leave the doors open and let the quick quack quicken in? Yep. All right. There you go. Yeah. All right. Well, then fuck off. Yeah. Good night. I guess. Say good night, Gracie. Good night, Gracie. Hey. Good point. Well, how'd you tell me good night? What? <laughs>